This is the story of how Samuel Goodwin, an American, moved to the Netherlands to start an indie software company. While I lived in New York, I went to visit Amsterdam for my birthday. I visited my friends Mike Lee and Judy Chin, who gave me a place to crash, and I got to check out the place for a week. It had a lot of the same things that made me excited about New York, but it also had a lot more people out on bicycles and not in cars and taxis. I liked it so much that when my job in New York started to turn bad, I decided Amsterdam is where I wanted to go. I probably could have got another job in New York and stayed, but my experience working there was so bad that I decided to leave. Not only did I not want to work for that company anymore, but I also did not want to work for any company. I wanted to go back to working for myself and being in control of my work. Amsterdam seemed like a good opportunity because there was a lot of demand for work over there. A lot of tech companies were easily a few years behind what was going on in America, and there were not very many iOS developers at all. After talking to my friends there about it, I decided that that really was where I wanted to go, and I told my family that that was the plan. Naturally, most of my family was worried about me leaving the country, but especially one of my aunts spent about three hours on the phone explaining to me why it was a bad idea. She had experience working abroad because for her company, she had been sent to China, Sweden, Ireland, and spent some amount of time working in all of those places. She did bring up a lot of valuable points, a lot of things that I had not considered when I thought, oh, let's move to another country. But of course, by the time I decided and told them that that was my plan, there was nothing she could do to change the plan. I spent the rest of my time in New York saving up as much money as I could to prepare to move. This wasn't necessarily the smartest plan. Uh, I did not have any Dutch language ability. I didn't really have a plan for how I would get my business off the ground once I got there. Just uh, hope that it would magically work. Thanks to Amsterdam, the organization that Mike and Judy started, I had help getting my things from the airport to the first place I would stay, and even had a first place to stay because somebody in the organization volunteered to let me crash with them for a month. I didn't know Marcha and Diederik when they came to pick me up from the airport, but it made me feel welcome and it made me feel like things were going to work because I had help. I also didn't know Rob who let me stay with him, but we got along okay and he helped me to find a new place and was patient enough with me when I adjusted to, to living in Europe. I quickly found out once I got there that I had not saved nearly enough money. And after first month's rent, last month's rent, a month of deposit, a realtor fee were all paid, the $7,000 that I had saved up to move was all gone. I also quickly found that because I didn't know Dutch at all, I had a lot of trouble finding anybody who was willing to work with me. Most of the tech companies at the time really did want to work with somebody who spoke Dutch, and because I could not, they did not want to work. The first contract I picked up after I filed the paperwork for my company was actually with a friend in America, Kyle, who had his own agency and allowed me to come on temporarily to help with some projects. Fortunately, this helped me to buy time to stabilize my company and start to meet clients over here in Europe. 
When I went to create my new company for Amsterdam, I didn't want to go with the same name that I previously used when I worked for myself. I wanted my company name to remind me that this is not the first terrifying thing I had done, and I was going to do more things in the future. I wanted a name that reminded me of what had changed my life so much and enabled me to even consider doing this in the first place. At the skate park, my favorite place were the bowls. They were deep and terrifying and so scary that even other skateboarders would avoid them. I was able to avoid a lot of the crowd at a skate park because I had learned to drop in and ride bowls. So I named my company after these round walls and called it Roundwall Software. I messed up quite a bit, especially starting this company. I did not save enough money before I came over here. I did not really have a plan for how business would work out. I did not know Dutch at all in a country where a lot of people spoke Dutch and did not want to speak English if they didn't have to. I messed up my immigration forms and had my application rejected and almost got kicked out of the country before I hired a lawyer to fix it. I also messed up with my taxes. I figured maybe since my immigration forms were not finalized yet that I didn't need to report taxes. But the tax department knew that I had started a company and just made up a number and assumed that I would owe 50,000 euros in taxes in that first year. It surprised me a lot when I got a bill in the mail for about 50,000 euros when I hadn't even earned 50,000 euros that year. And I had to go with my hat in hand to an accountant and explain the situation to them. Fortunately, I was able to find an accounting office that was used to working with foreigners and used to working with people who didn't understand how taxes work and needed some serious help. Even after I got these things worked out, the path to indie software success was not clearly laid out in front of me, and it was not smooth or pretty. Fortunately, I was stubborn enough to keep going anyway. If you're interested in Roundwell Software's products or services, you can check me out at roundwellsoftware.com.